Welcome to the Dating Architect Podcast, the number one balls-to-the-wall, zero-BS podcast for men who want to date the kind of hot girls that'll make other men jealous and get all your exes raging mad. Join us and let us help you build your ideal dating life. Hey there, Jack here, and on today's podcast, I'm going to tell you about what I learned from being in the seduction community for over 17 years. Now, I'm not going to be going over techniques or strategies on picking up women. I'm just going to be covering the big picture stuff. So these are lessons you'll learn over time, hence the title Lessons from 17 Years in the PUA Community. Now, I'm going to be going over five of them today, and I think I'm going to do a part two in the future because I have some other things I've learned that uh, I also want to share. But five lessons is enough for today. And do stay tuned until the end because they get better as I progress through them. Okay, so without further delay, let's go over lesson number one. So lesson number one is learning to pick up women or to seduce women is a skill. Just like you can get good at a sport or playing a musical instrument, you can get good at picking up women. So it's completely learnable. So take it from me. I'm a guy who started out as a 21-year-old virgin. I've uh, slept with over 103 women. I stopped keeping track at 103. But yeah, the more you practice, the better you'll get. Now, why do you think society avoids teaching you how to pick up women? Like, why isn't this skill set talked about in mainstream media? Why isn't it ever taken seriously by any of the news stations doing a piece on the seduction community? Well... Because you learning how to pick up women goes against society and women's best interests. I mean, are you going to get married to one woman if you can learn how to sleep with dozens of women? It's um, that whole why buy the cow if I can get the milk for free thing. Now, all of this is a learnable skill, but that doesn't mean it's an easy skill to learn. So you have to learn how to remove all kinds of mental blocks and self-imposed limitations as well as learning the actual skills. So opening, sparking attraction, creating connection, building comfort, isolating, etc. And all this takes time to learn. So years, I would say. At a minimum, two years. Well, most guys aren't that patient or tenacious because in order to get really good at this, you have to really want it. And I believe most guys don't. They're dabblers, they try it for a few months, and then they give up. And this is why there are so few great pickup artists. There's maybe like a hundred out of the thousands and thousands of guys that join the community every year. So 95% of guys, from what I've seen, that come into the community are usually gone within one year. So if you have to decide that you want to have sex with the hottest girls around, realize that it's going to take effort. Lots of going out and talking to women. And the more hours you put into it, the faster you'll get better at it. Okay, so let's move on to lesson number two. Lesson number two is there is no magic bullet to stop rejection. There's no technique, system, method, hack, trick, product, or seminar that will help you avoid getting rejected by women. No matter how good you get, you will still have some women that reject you. And the reasons women will still reject you are many. She could have a boyfriend. 
She could be a lesbian. She might have recently lost a loved one. Maybe she doesn't like the way you look. Maybe she's in a bad mood. Maybe she's a gold digger and only talks to rich guys. The reasons do not matter. Most are out of your control. So the point is that you should get used to the idea that some women will reject you. In most cases, you'll never know why. Some women will reject you no matter how good your game gets. And if you're not getting rejected, you're not approaching women with the intention of sleeping with them. Most guys in the seduction community aren't approaching women. I know that for a fact. Out of the ones that are approaching women, a lot are hiding their dicks. In other words, they aren't letting their intentions be known. And these guys who aren't getting rejected aren't letting the women know that they're sexually interested in them. The women, you know, are just thinking that they want to be friends or something along the lines. The guys that are approaching and making their sexual intentions known are getting some rejections. Uh, it's just how it is. So why am I telling you this? Well, because I think it's incredibly liberating. By knowing that a few women are going to reject you no matter what you do, you're not going to take rejection personally because everyone gets rejected. So even the top seduction gurus are getting rejected. And I would argue that the gurus are getting even more rejection because they're approaching women full time. Like this is their full time job. Now, don't use this as an excuse not to learn game. You know, you, you don't want to be one of those guys that's like, what's the point of learning game if I'm still going to get rejected? Well, the point of learning game is that your rejection rate will dramatically decrease as your game gets better. So going back to point one, this is a skill set, just like basketball. So the more you practice, you know, dribbling, defense, free throws, the better you'll do when playing basketball. Same thing applies here. The more you practice opening, attraction, comfort, etc., the better you will become at seducing women. So you will eventually get fewer and fewer rejections. And when I say rejections, some guys may be thinking that I mean the woman slaps you or throws a drink in your face, you know, the kind of dramatic stuff that happens in the movies. A rejection just means that she uh, is not interested or she says she has a boyfriend or that she's busy. So don't be afraid of rejection. I've been gaming for over a decade and the worst rejection I got was a girl telling me to fuck off. It wasn't a big deal. So this brings us to point number three or lesson number three. Everyone has strengths and weaknesses in this game. And those strengths and weaknesses do affect your results. So if you stay in the seduction community long enough, you'll come across this whole looks debate. Like, does being better looking help you get better results? Now, the seduction coaches, who are all trying to sell you their products, seminars, coaching, etc., will say, looks don't matter. But that's not true. They're fucking liars. They say that because they want you to believe it so that you buy their seduction products. They want to give you hope because if you're not good looking and you think that looks is all that matters, then you'll never buy their products and you'll also never take any action. Now, having said that, I think that looks don't matter as much as most guys think they do. So guys think that girls look at them in the same way that they look at girls. So for us guys, a girl's looks is probably 90% of her value, at least initially. Like, that's how we get attracted. But for girls, your looks are only about 25%. So there is an exception to this rule. Like if your looks are the only thing that they have to go on, for example, if you're on Tinder or Bumble, well, in that case, 
it goes up to a similar 90%. But from what I've observed, you know, in, in reality, talking to women in real life, being good looking helps because it gives you more opportunities to talk to girls. Like if you go to a bar or nightclub, you'll have more girls that give you eye contact or approach invitations if you're a good looking guy. Your good looks will also help in the first few minutes of the interaction because the girl will be more receptive when you approach her. So she'll allow you to talk to her and she'll actually listen to what you have to say. She'll also tolerate more uh, social mistakes. Like if you say something that's off or you know, you're a social violator or something, she'll give you more of a break. And this is the area where being better looking helps. Now, if you're an average looking guy, you'll get less eye contact and the girl will generally not be as receptive to your approach unless you have good game. Now, if you don't have any game and you're just a good looking dork, in that case, your looks really won't matter because you will mess up eventually and the girl will get tired of you or bored and she'll leave. However, if you're a good looking guy with game, you're going to do much better than an average looking guy with game. It's just how it is. The way I would compare the looks versus game debate, and I haven't seen anyone in the seduction community make this analogy, but I'm going to make a basketball analogy. The good looking guy is the basketball equivalent of a seven foot one naturally athletic basketball player with good reach who's played some basketball. Now, an average looking guy is the equivalent of a six foot five basketball player with average reach who's played some basketball. Can the six foot five player beat the seven one player in a one on one? Sure, if he has a great skill set and he's practiced way more than the seven one guy, but he'll still have to work a bit harder because he's at a disadvantage height and reach wise. And this is why. I throw up in my throat every time a seduction guru says looks don't matter or your height or your weight do not matter. They do matter. Not to the extent that most guys think, but a tall, good looking guy is generally going to do better than a short, average looking guy. Uh, And that's just the truth. Now, having said that, everyone has different strengths and weaknesses. So some of you are going to be tall. Some of you are going to be good looking, some have a lot of money, some like myself are very funny, some have a natural confidence. The point is to capitalize on your strengths and use those and that's how you'll start getting results. So capitalize on your strengths initially as you work to improve your weak areas over time. Okay, so that brings us to lesson number four and this is a really important lesson. The more you approach, the better your results will be. So this game is very similar to cold calling in sales. You're going up to women you don't know with the purpose of selling them on yourself. So at first you're going to suck, but gradually you will find your delivery, body language, tone, and you're going to get better. Still, you won't be making a lot of sales if you're only making two to three approaches a week. Does that make sense? So you have to approach a lot of women, not only in order to improve your game, but in order to have sex regularly. I cannot tell you the number of women that have stopped wanting to hang out with me because I didn't want a relationship. And that's uh, especially true here in Eastern Europe. And the majority want a serious boyfriend. And if I stop going out to meet new girls, eventually the girls I have drop off. And this is not just limited to Eastern Europe, but I've noticed it's more the situation uh, here. 
Now, if you want a variety of women and a great sex life, you're going to have to be approaching regularly. Okay, let's move on to lesson number five. Lesson number five is another important lesson. Focus on being unique. So this is a very important lesson because if you apply it, you're going to get so much ass. It's it's ridiculous. Ever since I got this concept, uh, my game just skyrocketed. So in this game, as much as in life, you want to stand out from the crowd in a good way. So in a way that gets people but especially girls, to notice you. So basic example of this is in the way you dress, your clothing. So if everyone at the bar you go to is wearing plaid fleece shirts, you want to make sure you're wearing something different. Maybe a nice leather jacket or maybe a sports coat. Something that sets you apart but is not completely over the top. So you wouldn't wear a tuxedo or a clown suit or something crazy like that. Your clothing should differentiate you from the crowd, but not in a way to where they ostracize you. So this is where the concept of peacocking comes in. So peacocking in the seduction community means dressing for attention. But most guys misunderstand it, and they dress in a way that's bizarre and over the top. They look like they're part of uh, Marilyn Manson's band or something. And this is the wrong way to peacock. I'm going to cover that in a future podcast, but for now, just understand this concept. And I don't want you to limit it to clothes. You want to be unique in other areas too. For example, in the United States, you want to have a more manly and alpha attitude because there's so many beta soy boys around. While in Eastern Europe, there are a lot more macho guys like showing their machismo. So talking a bit more chill, taking a bit more uh, laid back approach works better. At least that's been my experience. So keep this concept in mind. You don't want to be seen as just another one of the herd. You want to differentiate yourself, but without making people think you're too out there. Like, you don't want to give off the vibe that you're crazy or a weirdo. All right, so that's today's podcast. I'm just going to finish it off here. If you have any questions, hit me up on uh, facebook.com slash datingarchitect. Be sure to visit the datingarchitect.com website. There's a lot of great blog articles on there, a lot of stuff I've learned, and it's uh, absolutely free. So be sure to check that out, and uh, I look forward to seeing you on the next podcast.